Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today on this Saturday as we continue the series Sexy Saturday and talk about the German model-turned-actress Diane Kruger. Now, why do I think Diane Kruger is attractive? Well, Diane Kruger fits what a lot of men would find attractive, so much to the point where she was cast as Helen of Troy in the classic Brad Pitt, Eric Bana movie Troy back in 2004. But she's blonde, blue-eyed, 5'7", so average height. And she just, especially in her youth, which would be in her early, the early knots, she had the classic beautiful body and face, lithe figure, um, not overly large breasts. And, uh, you know, because a lot of women, it's fascinating because a lot of women want to get boob jobs and they want to get bigger breasts. And I think some of them do this to compete with the women that their husbands watch in porn. But overall, men don't want to marry women with large breasts because small breasts, tend to age better. Let's just, we'll, we'll keep it vague than large breasts. So she had the quintessential beautiful figure. I mean, again, she's a model and she got her beginnings in modeling. As I mentioned, she was born in Germany and she did some ballet and later joined Elite Model Agency, which is one of the bigger model agencies. And then she started to act in 2002. She was in uh, Wicker Park, which was a Josh Hartnett movie with Rose Byrne. I remember this movie. And I wonder what happened to Josh Hartnett. We talked about that in the Kate Beckinsale, Another Sexy Saturday. He was in Pearl Harbor. And then he kind of just went away. Just That's a good future episode. Like, what happened to that guy? But she got her big break in Wolfgang Peterson's Troy. And Wolfgang Peterson, man, what, what a good director. He did Das Boot back in the day. He did In the Line of Fire, which is that great John Malkovich, Clint Eastwood movie. He also did The Neverending Story. He did that as well. But she is just gorgeous in that movie. She is coupled with Orlando Bloom. Talk about good-looking people at their peak. This is young Orlando Bloom. Older Orlando Bloom has kind of gotten the bloated face. But when he was young and looked more boy-like, like... Mid-90s DiCaprio. He was a handsome man. Like Pirates of the Caribbean and so forth. So the two of them, of course, played the, the doomed lovers. And that Troy, that movie, really had potential. But it really goes off the rails by the end of the movie. But either way, she's in that. Then in the following year, she does National Treasure. Which is, it's, you know, I think National Treasure is such a funny movie because it's like... The most straight Nicolas Cage that you ever get. Because he tries to play just like a, like a normal guy, action hero. And they have good chemistry. She's great in that movie as the... what She's like a history professor, scientist. And so she does that in 2004. So 2004 is a banner year for her. Because she does Wicker Park, Troy, and National Treasure. Later on, in, she does some movies that aren't that really big in 2005, 2006. She does some French movies because she learned how to speak French in addition to she knows German, of course. 2007, she does the National Treasure sequel. 
In 2009, she's in Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino's great movie with Brad Pitt. She plays Bridget von Hammerschmark. Um, she doesn't have a, a large role in this movie, I would say, because, no spoiler alert, she eventually gets killed. But this is one of my top two favorite Tarantino movies, and no, Pulp Fiction is not the other one. And we talked about that episode, and please scroll through. We have an episode on Christopher Nolan versus Quentin Tarantino, who is a better actor. But she is great in this movie. And, I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, you need somebody who can speak French, German, and English. So uh, she's perfect for the movie. And she does a good job in the movie as well. Aside from that, she does, again, just, just eh, movie roles. Because, you know, in terms of her acting, she's eh. She, does a, she plays Queen Marie Antoinette in Farewell, My Queen. This was a movie which was in French. And... It was supposed to star another Sexy Saturday, Eva Green, but she bailed out. And so our girl Diane Kruger took over for her. She does The Host. This is based on a Stephanie Myers, the, the author of Twilight. This was a movie that came out in 2013. It has Saoirse Ronan in one of the few sci-fi movies that Saoirse Ronan would ever do. And she's in this movie as well. It doesn't do well uh, at, at all. Later on, 2015, 2016, just crap movies, right? Crap movies that nobody's really seen. And that's pretty much been her career for the last uh, seven years is that she doesn't really do much. Uh, mo most recently, I think you might have seen her maybe. There was a Liam Neeson movie called Marlowe. That was directed by Neil Jordan, who, man, Neil Jordan, back in the 90s, at Crying Game, he had some you know, very well-known movies, Interview with a Vampire, he directed that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but and this this movie was written by William Monaghan, who's a well-known screenplay writer, but uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a noir, it's a noir movie where Liam Neeson's a detective. But most people didn't see that. She does a movie called Out of the Blue by Neil LeBute. Neil LeBute had his peak, his peak in the 90s, and she's in that movie. Nobody saw that. So what do you do when your movie career is tanking? You go to television. And so she's had some success in television. She was in the television show Fringe with her then-boyfriend, Joshua Jackson, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Later, she was on the show The Bridge. The Bridge was an FX show that was a ripoff off the very famous Danish-Swedish show called The Bridge. And she had the lead in this version with Damien Bashir, who was kind of at his peak. But that show only lasted for a year. And that's pretty much it in terms of her career. She hasn't really done much uh, because, look, the woman's beautiful, but she kind of has the Penelope Cruz problem. And the Penelope Cruz problem is they act much better in the roles that are in their native tongue and then when they're in english speaking roles they're just not as good and so you look at national treasure she's fine national treasure because she doesn't have to do much in national treasure you could have replaced her with a host of other women there's nothing unique that kruger brings to that role let's take a break i wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the eclectico gregorio the oldest one we have is the Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. You could have replaced her with zillions of, of, of women. And in Troy, she's just beautiful. That's her job, right? Wolfgang Peterson's not stupid. If you ever watch that movie, there's like a lot, a lot of zoom-ins on her because she's beautiful, but she's not doing much. She doesn't even talk that much in that movie. She doesn't even talk much in that movie. And in Glorious Bastards, I mean, you need somebody who's, who's a polyglot, so they put her in that. So, not a lot of talent, but she's beautiful. And then once the beauty starts going away, all you can really coast on is your name recognition, and that's what's happened. And that's why she's been in a lot, just a lot of movies that are just straight to streaming, straight to VHS slash DVD. Now, her personal life, I find to be more interesting because she was dating Guillaume Canet. Now, Guillaume Canet is not going to be a name that anyone who's not French probably knows, but he's a very well-known French director and actor, and they started dating in 1999. Now, Kruger is 46, so in 1999, she would have been 25 at her peak, just gorgeous. So, Canet ends up with two of the most beautiful women that I can think of who are both Sexy Saturdays. So, if you can maybe guess who the other one I'm going to say is, because he is French. So this woman's French. So that might narrow it down. So from 99 to 2006, they're together. So he's he's with Diane Kruger. And this guy's nothing special to look at. But again, you know, status, money, he's, he, and he's well-respected. So women are going to respond to that. Women are able to sacrifice looks for other qualities. So in, 2000, in, in 2001, they get married. They are together for five years and they divorced in 2006. Then, before we continue with Diane Kruger's dating life, Guillaume Canet, after Diane Kruger, ends up with the very unique looking, albeit May does not think she's pretty, but I think most people would think she's pretty because she still gets cast in movies, Marianne Cotillard. And they've been together and they have two children together. So Guillaume Canet, peak Diane Kruger, and relatively peak Marion Cotillard. Lucky man. Lucky man. So after 2006, she goes from one of the most famous, successful French directors, Diane Kruger, to Pacey. <laughs> goes from Pacey to, in uh, Dawson's Creek, Joshua Jackson. Now, look, I love Joshua Jackson, going back to the Mighty Ducks and going back to Dawson's Creek. And I love him in the show, The Affair. Uh, I think he's a great actor. Right now he's doing uh, the reboot of Fatal Attraction, which I think is on Peacock, if I'm not mistaken. I have not watched it. Like the guy. They were together for 10 years, never married. And I feel bad for Kruger because Kruger at this point, when they break up, 
is 41. Don't know who dumb two. Don't know who dumb two. But like with a lot of men, Pacey goes with a much younger woman and he marries a much younger woman. I can't remember her name. She's a, a black actress uh, that they're together and they've had a child together. Jodie Turner-Smith. Not familiar with her work, but she's a British actress. And uh, they got married and they have a child together. So it's interesting with Diane Kruger because Diane Kruger's not a big fan of marriage since uh, her her failed marriage to Guillaume Canet because she was with Pacey, Joshua Jackson, for 10 years. And then after that, she got with Norman Reedus. Now, you might not know Norman Reedus, but if I show you his picture, you'll recognize him because he plays Daryl Dixon on The Walking Dead. I can't believe this show went on for 12 years. It's crazy. But he is Daryl, who's kind of the second lead. Actually, eventually becomes the first lead uh, when Andrew Lincoln leaves the show. But uh, they got together in 2015, and uh, she gave birth to a child in 2018 when she was 43, and they're still together. So she was with Guillaume Canet, then Joshua Jackson and Norman Reedus. And I would tell you, looks-wise, probably Joshua Jackson, I would assume most women would say, is the most handsome. But what do I know about handsomeness? Go to the episode, which should be coming around uh, out around this time, the 10 most handsome Hollywood actors since 1980. And you tell me if, if my list is better than May's list. But I would think out of these three guys, Joshua Jackson is the best looking of the dude. And that's Diane Kruger. So Diane Kruger, like a lot of actress, model turned actresses that are not really that good at acting. It's not surprising. Most of the roles that she got is when she was in her 20s. And since then, she hasn't been getting a lot of roles. I think there's always going to be a place for her in television uh, as she gets older, especially in European cinema. I think there will always be a place for her over there. But in terms of her Hollywood days, I think they're long gone. And in terms of her like pure beauty, she doesn't have like the perfect, I would say like Kira Knightley face or someone who just like Natalie Portman face. If you look at her, her nose I think is a little too aquiline uh, for her to be like a transcendent beauty. But she is a lovely woman and she has that kind of quintessential Nordic look uh, that a lot of men find attractive, especially in her 20s. All right, guys, if you appreciate my content, please rate and review on Spotify and or Apple. It helps grow the channel. Also, I'll post a poll over at Spotify if you think Diane Kruger was attractive. Here in the episode notes, there's a link for PayPal and there's also a link for the website which hosts all the Eclectical Gregorio feeds. But the best way to listen to all of them is, of course, is on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.